Hey everybody, how y'all doing? This is Ben. And I'm Dak. And we are together, the guys who did this. And today we will be continuing our special journey through the series named The Expanse. Today we are going through chapters 30 through 35. Some big ones. Uh, warning, we will be covering adult subjects and discussing spoilers for both the books and the show. That we will. That we will. Hopefully. And we are, we are back after some... Well, these people won't even scheduling. know. These people I won't know, even know. But, but we, I, think we it's, know. I think it's worth it to say it. If we're... You know, our podcasting chops are probably rusty right now. You think you're going to just it's put not in a the only podcast thing. shit? You're going to put hey, in... I've been, I've actually... What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> only in the ways that matter. It's... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I forget about your you other stuff going on. You just been. <laughs> By the way, the NASCAR stop. race was crazy this week. You hey, got it. hey, no yeah. cross. That's just that's Google the last two laps of the uh, Brickyard 200. That's all I'm saying. Brickyard, Brickyard. Um, yeah, we can, NASCAR name. We can talk about Expanse. The Gander Mountain Brickyard 200, sponsored by. Dude, it was sponsored by the peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Good. Uh, but yeah, we, we are back. We've been we've been struggling this summer with some busy schedules and we are getting back in the flow of things now stuff. At least for us, at least for me. It started to slow down a little bit. Uh and yeah. We're we're getting back into the swing of things and hopefully once we really get going, we're gonna be fucking churning these things out over the the long oh, dreary winter. The winter is gonna be great for everyone. We are going to be podcasting fiends, but also this has, we, you know, initially we were, we were kind of podcasting way out in advance of when they were being released, the episodes, and now we're a little closer. So if anyone, you know, one day we do do question style Doo-doo. things because people are asking us stuff, we're a little bit closer and maybe that will make more sense. But yeah, we're back. Feels good. How do you feel? I mean, all right, I guess, but. Good. That's the energy we need. That's the energy I love to hear. And that's what I need to just put in a nice, excellent uh, podcast for the squad. Listening, for the fam at home. It's going to be great. Um, we are starting off today, if you are ready. Dak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. well, You're saying let's, one thing, and it. it's implying other things. That's okay. We're so- <laughs> let's do it. Good job. Good intro. Uh, we're starting today. Chapter 30. It's a very exciting chapter. Bobby, we're back. She's back. Everyone's back. I'm back. You are technically back as well. Bobby, we, Bobby, Avasarla, and a dude named Katyar. I guess we meet him midway through the chapter, but they are, first, they are making their way towards the Mao Kwiatkowski uh station floating outside floating orbiting outside of the earth to eventually board mal quick's yacht owned personally by our boy jules pierre mal uh the guan Yin, to begin their journey off to ganymede in the name of humanitarian aid uh as they kind of get on the ship and as they get on as they get on the station and then board the ship from Bobby's point of view, she's just commenting over and over about how ridiculously expensive all this stuff is and how absolutely 
loaded this guy is. I mean, just like bonkers amounts of money, which bonkers we can talk about. This is we're, this is like Bezos style. More like, we're, than that, like, Jules is the base. I mean, he's the Bezos of this time period, right? Like, right, right, right. But it's yeah. like even more, like <laughs> right, right, <laughs> uh, but bigger <laughs> of the future. So, um, yeah, they're they're freaking out because it's extremely nice. They board the the station. Bobby is just a bundle of nerves. She's like, hey, if they wanted to kill you, it's going to be extremely fucking easy out here. Like, you could die at any moment. And so I was like, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, we're fine. It's good. They won't do that. That's not how the game's played. And Bobby's like, I, you're probably, you could die any moment. And that's kind of the back and forth that those two are going through as they get onto the actual uh, yacht, it's called itself, to head off to Ganymede. And once they get on there, they once again review the poor security of this ship and how easily they could all just be murdered. And Officer kind of like brushes it off again and lets Bobby know that Jewel, Jules Pierre is throwing them a, a nice dinner that night and that she wants Bobby to come and chat the crew that is working there on the payroll of Jules Pierre up a little bit, which is very funny, which she doesn't take very well. And at the dinner, there Jules Pierre and Avsarla are having some small talk, and Bobby immediately just no holds barred. Like, what the fuck's up? Like, what's going on? She just kind of presses him for info because I mean, they all know that this is obviously not a humanitarian aid mission for uh, Christian, but they're all pretending they are, and Bobby doesn't like that because that's not what she's about. And Mao eventually, while he's basically just like not giving her any info, he eventually does let slip that he is leaving like that next day when they thought that he would be going with them. And this kind of stuns everyone. And this is where the first time we kind of really see Avasarla get nervous and really kind of start to take seriously the, uh, the situation that they find themselves in. And so after dinner... They get back. Bobby and Katya are immediately like, okay, we got to go and get off this, get off the ship right now. Like, we got to go commandeer that shuttle and get off so that we don't get killed. And Avsarla kind of comes up with a plan to, uh, once she's going to be, her plan is to, they're going to be talking. She's going to be communicating back and forth. They're probably not going to want her to do that. So they're going to shut off comms. She's going to request that they stop to fix comms. And when they don't uh, let her do that, they don't stop to fix that. She will say that they've, abducted her and she will like commandeer the ship in some way so that is the plan and that is how this chapter ends uh these guys seem like they're in a bad position is my takeaway what do you think yeah they they look screwed it was um, good podcasting but have they uh have they revealed that what's her name has the suit yet yeah, we know. They brought it. We know they have the suit, so that's good. We know that Bobby has the suit, because Bobby, she thinks about, I'm pretty sure she thinks about, like, running around in that ship in the suit. I know she, she definitely asked for the suit, and I think they did. Uh... They got it. I'm almost positive that they mentioned it in this chapter. I just can't remember exactly where they mentioned it. Where could it be? What is the Guan Shi Yin? Yin? Excuse me? Guan. The name of the ship. What does that mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Am I supposed to know that? 
No, but I I would have liked to have known that. Juan, Juan Shi. Ben, imagine Juan having your own spaceship. It but is... yeah, that's one of the first things that I was we I wanted to talk about was just the Bobby thinks about it and ponders it in a way that's fun. But I mean, the amount of money that this guy has, he Bobby like correctly identifies that like he is just so fuck you rich that he's kind of outside the political like he he cannot suffer any consequences right because he has so much cash. Yeah, in any way he can he can kill them. And it might be like inconvenient, but he's it doesn't matter for him. Like nothing is gonna happen to him, even if he murders a government official. Yeah, sort of it's like the old-fashioned um, monopoly people where they would have more money Dollars. than nations. Yeah. Um. That... It's uh, it's nuts. This dude. Yeah, like having your own spaceship is not is not something the everyday man can afford. That's not something we really talked about much, but. Bobby mentioned it. She's like, because we get a little bit of a Julie reference. And she's like, his daughter owned a ship just to race. Like, it's not like, you know, it's not most people could never even dream of owning a ship by themselves. Yeah. And this, they just, these guys just buy ships to race them for fun. So. Pretty cool. Pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. And then, I mean, that just kind of goes to show like, how influential Jules Pierre and is they have like ten the children right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. When remember that Holden's parents had to like come together with like I forget one six baby. of them. They have one baby, so it was six or seven. Yep, yep. So yeah, definitely a different, uh, different species, different class, different strokes, different, different folks, folks, same folks. Oh, and Bobby's suit is in a large crate marked formal wear. Ah, <laughs> it is formal. Mm-hmm. It is for a certain, in a certain way. Oh it's man, very formal. Avasarla asking Bobby to flirt and her being yeah. not about it. We had to talk. We had to talk about this. I don't, Bobby, who? She probably okay. So <laughs> if you're if you're Bobby and you're like on Tinder and she's what <laughs> I forget how tall she is. She's like six six or something. I mean, she's huge, right? She's like six three. You're on Tinder. Yes, continue. <laughs> I can't remember how tall she is, but she's huge. She's tall. I think she was two meters. She's tall and like pretty buff. Like you would have the number one thing that you need to worry about is like fucking weirdos, right? Like what? The wait, the number one thing? Well, I mean there's other things, but like I this is what she she talks about the first thing that she thinks of when Avasarla says that dude was looking at her, she's like, ah, wonder if he's got like a large woman fetish. <laughs> it's like what the like is that is that what she thinks about every time someone flirts with her or hits be, on her in uh, any way? That would be weird. Well, I mean, she probably has. Is that? Hmm. They tend to this is the other thing that goes on in her brain. Again, like this is men writing women and shit, but like they tended to have unresolved mommy. Oh, good. Wild. Yeah. A strong uh, female presence. Yes, absolutely. Uh, just all around strange, strange paragraph. Um, Bobby had gotten the hair raising sense that he might be a member of that tribe, the fetish tribe. So eh, the fetish tribe. Yeah, it uh, but she doesn't want to use it as a weapon. She wants to use her weapons weapon. as a weapon. You will not let me use my girlish <laughs> good looks. That's a weapon. 
I'll just rip their skull in half instead. Thank you. Classic. <laughs> it's on par it. for Bobby. Love it. Very strange. Oh, the the um Gonjin. Gonjin. Um, so it's really close to this uh, this Buddhist guy, um, but it's not spelled the same, so I don't know. Actually, no, it is. The name Guanyin is short for Guanxiyin, which oh, means observing observing the sounds of the world. Hmm. Weird. Lotus, Lotus I wonder why he named his yacht that. Well, to observe. I don't know. Probably. I mean, I that's know. what like. I guess it makes sense. Like it's like naming your boat, uh, or, Peter, or your child. Like I don't know. Your, spirit. What, your or child. What? Yeah, no, I feel this like is the ship. I feel like this rich people ship. always name their child like weird stuff. Well, and the same would go for your ship. Like they just name. They just name like weird. I mean, a child is different than a boat. Is it? it <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's the same thing. People name their boats like people name their boats like weird sex jokes. Like people aren't naming kids that. Um, (laughs) I mean that's true, but I feel like it's the same thing. Like the rich people like try to name their things like old references to stuff. Maybe. I don't know. I'll have to ask a rich person. Don't know one. The ship is extravagant. Yeah, his ship has ships. His ship has ships. And uh, yeah, it's it's nuts. Um, the ship is like Bobby talks about how impractical it is. It's like a people mover, which holds like two hundred people, but instead of having a, like tons of rooms for those people, it's only got twelve rooms. So the whole thing is like it's like a regular size ship, but just like a regular size ship for hundreds of people, not for you know yeah. twenty or thirty people. Also got a bar. Yeah, and. In the lots of good stuff but i'm assuming all ships do have bars and kitchens because space travel takes the longest time. not all ships no maybe, um, not, maybe not a bar but they all have to have kitchens no not the ones that just go maybe back and forth go back and forth between where luna and earth those ones oh yeah shipping. those those ones wouldn't no, or the rock hoppers that they call but them. this one this one they're taking from, from i guess earth anywhere that's maybe. going like if you're going past, yeah. If you're not just going, if you're um, in the belt, you gotta have a kitchen on that ship. Yeah. Yeah, most certainly. Yeah. Most certainly. Um, the other thing I was gonna mention is just Avasarla just being, just getting absolutely owned lately, and just being weirdly unbothered. Just getting in this put in a corner. Why was she so unbothered? What? It seemed like she was bothered. Well, at the end, but the whole time she's like. Bobby's like, hey, this is bad. And then they get on the, the, the ship, and she's like, eh, no, it's fine. For the whole chapter. Yeah, I don't think she realized how. I don't know. Or she's just like, well, this is like the next move. It's like, I don't know, like in chess or something when you're. Um... It's like she was playing chess, but she didn't realize it. She didn't realize that the other person was actually playing to win until <laughs> he told her. <laughs> I think it's more like. I think it's more hey, like. I'm trying to take your king. What? You are? I think it's more like the beginning or something when there's just like a set of moves she has to do. So she's like, well, we got to do this. We got to take the ride. We got to get in the ship and then see what happens. Um, and then now she's like, well, I'm in a worse position than I thought it'd be. But uh, I would agree with that. But also Bobby's been telling her the whole time, like, 
They could kill you. Like, Bobby's a war. They might kill us. They might no, kill us. No, well, that's not how the but... game is played. Remember? Yeah, that's. I'm saying that that's dumb. I'm saying that Amistral's <laughs> been really dumb because she keeps saying that dumb shit when it's clearly more serious than that. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it'll work out in the end, though. Yeah, she is not. Well, she's taking some L's. I just think that she's been. I don't. Maybe it's because she's not used to this level of. Uh, antagonism, danger, stakes. Not sure. Something along those lines. Uh, but yeah. They and just to be clear, they have a team. There's like I think a couple dozen, uh, Jules Pierre people on this ship, and there's Bobby Kotyar and six other UN security people. So they're like vastly outnumbered as well. So Bobby and Kotyar are very like where Kotyar is the leader of this UN security team that's with them on the ship and these two of me are just like this is bad news all most of Avastral's chambers are bugged they, they fixed one room to where it wasn't though because they're good at that i guess but, but yeah and we move on yeah. to cracks cracks daddy oh daddy still still out there um yeah so we're we're back with prax he is talking to luna requesting to search their database and uh in mind for strickland um or the woman um he puts in the request for the investigation to them but uh he realizes a problem he's like i got no money to be able to pay for this investigation um so he's he's pretty bummed out about that uh and he decides to put a request to to may's mother to see if maybe she could help um, so he sends he sends a little message out. Remember, May's mom is, of course, uh, like they're divorced and dead. They're not they're not together. So um, he puts a message out to her, and uh, just just hopes for the best. And it's it's a pretty sad it's a pretty sad message, um, as you could imagine. Um, but after he does that, he goes helps Alex dock on Tycho. But not really helps him. Alex tells Prax to sit there and not touch anything. But I'm like, if we know anything about Prax, like, are we gonna are we gonna let him do this? Like, like sit in the chair that he could fuck up everything. You don't give him an inch. I don't. I would give. I would not let him sit in a chair with any kind of controls. After what we've seen him do, Um, but it it turns out all right. So, what what are you gonna do? Uh, Then we get this hilarious moment when uh well not hilarious so naomi leaves and this weird awkward goodbye to holden um and holden's about to like burst out crying at any second now and but prax is not uh socially wise enough to really see this and uh prax wants to like say thank you to holden for like all that he's done but holden's of course barely barely holding it together and amos has to like pull him out of there and be like you're bucking with me buddy <laughs> which is was funny i love how prax does this a lot he's just uh he can't read social situations as well as got the really average high test scores, but in in social awareness no <laughs> no that. did not um so yeah prax's room with amos which is probably all right for him um back back on the station prax is uh it's a message from May's mom, and it's a lot for them—a week's worth of salary, which 
I don't know. That's a decent amount of money just to give somebody, especially when you don't. It sounds like they don't have a lot of money, so it sounds like a week's worth of salary is, uh, like, they could use that <laughs> to stay alive. Um, but it's it's not near enough to run the investigation get, to get May, so little little bummed out about that. Um, and, yeah, so uh, some important notes for this chapter. They talk about the Chesapeake. Chesapeake? which is a ship they're building to basically just go run out and grab the Naboo, which you'll, if you'll remember from last book, got shot to try to hit uh, Eros, but um, missed and is now just basically going out into the middle of nowhere. Uh, so they're going to get yeah. that back, which is important because it, it plays a big role in pretty much the rest of the series. Almost every <laughs> it's, uh, check off Check off Spaceship. It's just out there. You got to remember that it's out there. Just waiting. To it's come back. it's coming back, and it's gonna be important. It's great, uh, and <laughs> they're basically gonna steal, which is funny. Um, but yeah, Chesapeake's being built. I like that they put that in here. Uh, so that's fun. And then I don't know if I recognized that the first time I read this book without knowing that they got it, but they did. Um, and I love. There's another great Prax question when uh, Prax is talking with Alex in the captain's seat. And then Prax asks, why even fly when, like, computers can do it? And Alex is like, because it's fun, dude. And uh, it's just a great, like, it makes sense for Prax to ask this, like, practical question. Prax's brain, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why why would you do that? For fun. It is not logical. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, the big scene where Naomi comes in. Gives Cap a kiss and then leaves. Rejects the hug. Um, uh, but important oh. here, Alex asks if they're looking for a new XO. And Holden gives a big reaction. He's like, hell no. Uh, not until I say so. So, we'll see how this plays out. Because uh, it seems like Naomi wants nothing to do with Holden right now. Which is understandable. And, I'm and not looking good for my boy. Our boy Holden. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, another thing I wanted to say about this books is we get a lot of this stuff from other people's like a lot of Holden's like romance. Like I think even when they first like became like official to the crew, that was through like the point of view of somebody else, and like there's other scenes that are through the point of other people, which I think is better because it doesn't get as uh, I don't know like romance novelly where they're like just like thinking about feelings, <laughs> which is just less fun. Right. For I get it. For me. But um it's cool. It's cool stuff. And then yeah, the where Prax has the big speech. He's like going over it and in the set is like what he's gonna say to Holden and then and then just doesn't have the social awareness to realize like, yeah, it's not the time. This is not the time for this. Um but this is why Alex is here, who is surprisingly I guess he's just very socially aware. Alex is great. He knows this. He knows this stuff, and the like best. they, they have been on the ship together for quite a while. And I think in later books they're like long time. Um, so it's only been like a year right now, maybe two, year or so. Um, but so they, you're like living with each other. They know each other's mannerisms and everything very well. So they're like, they're very on cue with what is going on, mm-hmm. for better or for worse. Um, and then of course. When they're exploring the station, Prax is just like, oh, there's that kind of plant, and there's that plant, which 
which is again very prax of him and uh it's funny that it's in the in the in the book how they're just like and prax just noticing plants um which is like we're on this like huge station there's like tons tons of like imagine you're in like i don't know new york city or something and then you're just like look at there's plants i don't know, like all these plants that i recognize yeah this is crazy that's it, it's like not the he does, not the point he dude. does like kind of marvel at the station at Tycho when yeah, they yeah. pull up to it though he's like wow this Big is dude he says something about like this is human evolution at its finest like this is what <laughs> we were meant to do it's like god jeez future the way it was meant to be <laughs> that's prax right there prax wrote that statement he may have he may have yeah but not we the the big things here um well i did also didn't mention that star helix was mentioned in the companies they were Star Helix. just another easter egg kind of not really though uh and uh yeah prax is looking for his his kid still and uh needs some money we'll see how he solves that don't we all don't, <laughs> don't only i had holden I need to send out a, a message to the galaxy. I mean, you can. Me, they just need to send a, me cash. You need a what's it called? GoFundMe. I need, I need a celebrity. You also need a celebrity. That would help. What celebrity would you have? Okay, well, when we get there, wait, wait, wait. Well, I have, a, right. I have a good, I have we a fun can... thing. All right. All right. Um, for once we get there, that that'll be a fun question. Uh, chapter thirty-two. Holden. Jimmy. James. James. Quick draw. Holden. Holdenio. Uh, Holden is looking at the damage on the Rossi. The status is very, very fucked up. Uh, Holden still thinking about confronting Fred about the proto-molecule. He's like, this is not... In his brain, he's like, this is a bad idea. I shouldn't do this, but I have to. And if Fred says yes, I'm going to shoot him in the face. <laughs> I, and I just... I, we're going to talk about this later, but... I, I'm ready. Oh, oh. Uh, and then, and then following this, he's like, if I kill Fred because he admits that he did this, then Naomi was right about me and I'm too oh far gone. Uh, so Holden's like, Boom. Holden's going through sad boy hours. Naomi's already explained why this is like just literally impossible, probably, but he has to do it. It's also wild. Cause this is the same dude who like kicked Miller off his ship when Miller yeah. just shot the, the guy basically responsible for Eros in the front yeah. molecule. Uh huh. So he's so. Full oh. Miller. He's gone full Miller. Has gone full Miller. We will talk more about this in two seconds because I have thoughts. Uh, thoughts. After he's had his sad boy hours, Sam and Alex are our heroes of the story. Two best characters, Sam and Alex. They're just they're just so normal and happy. It's great. Uh, they talk with Sam. Sam's like, "All right, what are the damages? I got to do some measuring." And mm-hmm. she goes off to measure some stuff. Now it's like, all right, let's talk about Naomi. Holden's like, fuck no. And now it's like, yeah, we're talking about Naomi. Mm. And they have their little conversation. Holden then goes to visit Fred. And he gets in. Fred chuckles at him because he like. Uh, he doesn't like handle the gravity right for a second. And Holden just like loses it. And he's <laughs> like, just accused him immediately. Like, you must have released the proto molecule on Ganymede. You wanted to get the inner planets out of the belt, blah, 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 blah. Fred's like, what the fuck? Fuck off. I will kill you. That was your last job for me. You're never working for me again. Get the fuck out of my office. Uh, Holden is leaving. And he's like, as he's leaving, Fred's like, hey, 
but I also didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. And then Fred leaves. And then again, we get this weird shit at the end. Holden walks out, and the only thing he can think of is that, wow, I don't have a job, and that feels great. Wow. And then the chapter ends. I don't know why it but, feels great. So I gotta say, this is the fucking strangest chapter, I think, in the entire series for me so far. I, I don't think? know. You, you know my... You and our listeners know... Our listeners. My, uh, my criticisms of one James Holden and yes. his actions and his weirdness in general... Nothing he does in this chapter makes any sense in any way. <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes sense. Why does he confront Fred? Because he, he needs to. Why, why is he going to shoot Fred? Because Fred may have released the proto-molecule on anybody. But he, it's almost, Naomi, they have talked about this, right? We know that this doesn't make any sense. And Holden knows that it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but as I, it's, he's like, it's and yet the he's only like, way. All right, well, it doesn't make sense. But if Fred did it, I'm going to fucking blow his brains out. Like, what What the fuck? Yeah, it's weird he's fantasizing about it. Yeah, he is of. like, he's like, yep. I, if he says yes, there's no two ifs, ands, or buts. He, this guy's fucked. He's dead. He's he gone. says yes. Yep. I, I just don't, I, I don't, it doesn't. I don't know if they're really trying to push the Holden is Miller thing, but I it just yeah. makes zero sense to me. I don't it doesn't make any sense to me. Um <clears throat> The best part of this chapter is Sam and Alex. They're just giggling with each other, goofing off. Amazing. Goofing. You love to see it. Long live Sam. Long live Sam. <laughs> Jeez, dude. <laughs> Jeez. Um and then yeah, the whole the whole visit. I mean, Holden pulls his shit. Fred immediately is like, I'm going to fucking murder you. Please never accuse me of this again. I didn't do it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> and one thing Fred like stands, uh, one thing that I love is that Fred stands up and Holden's like, oh yeah, wait, ooh, this guy's really big and could actually beat the shit out of me. Which is funny because Holden's pretty Classic. big as we know it. But yeah. Fred Johnson is a, is a large dude. Yeah. And uh, a military uh, murder the hero. Yeah, he like he he fucking has fucked shit up in the past. And we kind of get I actually kind of like this because we get a little bit of a glimpse as to why Fred is in the position he's in. It's because he just like doesn't take any shit. He just, you know, he gets stuff done. And it's very clear why he's he is the shit here. Yeah. So he accuses. Uh, he accuses Holden. What is the one line that's really good that Holden revisits in his brain? The idea you have that the universe owes you answers, this righteous indignation you wield like a club at everyone around you. Because Holden does that. And then Fred literally says at one point, I'm the fucking boss, which I fucking love. Great. I'm the boss now. And then, and then, Holden leaves, and he's like, I'm fired. And he's like, wow. I'm free. Uh, <laughs> Great. Now, now I'm the boss. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? People what don't. Like, this is like, like the whiplash. opposite. This chapter is like a weird fucking whiplash between Holden being like, 
I'm gonna kill him. And at the end, he's like, wow, I'm so glad I don't have that job anymore. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is going on? Right. It's also like the opposite of no- normal people do. Usually they like quit and they're like, oh, shit. I, I don't know oh, the job. I, this, this, it just makes no, it, to me, I, none of these actions make any sense to me. Holden can't be tied down. I, oh, oh. He said a job for one year. He's like, fuck this shit. <laughs> he does have a problem with authority, <laughs> I think. He doesn't like listening to authority. It's unreal. Pretty it's simple. Unreal. It felt great. And he's like, he's just so happy that he didn't murder Fred and got fired because of because he's a dumbass. And he yelled at like the one the one person that like helped them all out a fucking ton. This is like only for the last year. Literally one of his only on like the real. Yep. So And one uh, of the only honestly, passes. Sorry. That I, doesn't want to no. kill him. Right. I, I just again I, none of this uh, none of this makes any sense, but it's like if I you're a they, Russian spy and, and this got does fired. move I don't know. It moves the story along. So I don't know if they were having trouble trying to figure out like how to transition to this next part of the story, but that kinda is what it feels like to me, honestly. Because yeah. I none of this none of this makes sense in this chapter. I'll allow it. I forgot how it's handled in the movies. I should have, or the show. I should have. Uh, I also don't remember. Checked it it's out. Probably, it's probably similar, right? I can see them having Holden and Fred yelling at each yeah, other. Yeah, it's yeah. good TV. Yep. Oh, I forgot about. I think like, mm, yeah. I don't. I'd have to. I'll. I'll. I'll be up to date next time. Tell you, everyone. If you don't nice. remember. Uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, weird chapter. We get another Prax chapter after this. How many praxes today? Maybe too many. Some, some, some might say. Prax is whining in most of his chapters. So first, he's we, back. Uh, he's back. Oh, to his, he's right. back to the yeah. old me here. That's probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So Prax is having a mental breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> um, who could have seen this coming? Big old mental breakdown with Amos. He's like, I shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry, I'm a... everyone. Yeah, this kid <laughs> lost funny. his daughter. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, uh... But he's having a mental breakdown. He's like, I'm a bad dad. I'm a loser. I lost my kid. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm a loser. <laughs> loser at work and a loser at home. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's having he's having that type of... Type of uh, We've all been there. He's having that type of uh, talk with himself, but mm-hmm. also Amos is there. Um, Amos does a pretty good job, though, of talking him off the ledge, which is pretty good. Uh, Amos is surprisingly, for being like pretty much described as a psychopath, he's like good at uh, at these things sometimes. Um, they, I, I'm going to butt in. I think that a lot of the characters do start to just become more well-rounded individuals in this book than they were in the first book they're uh, the, like a lot of them were just like archetypes in the first book and now yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like real they do flesh out the so characters in book. yeah and then obviously way even more so in the later books but um right. yeah and you kind of get uh a little bit more i don't know just hint at amos's home life was not great uh when he was a child so there's there's that um but then enter one james holden who is glowing in both 
both both I hate this. Both Amos and Prax surprisingly noticed this. Um and right away Amos is like, uh, you get laid cap. And and Holden's like, no, even better. <laughs> I got fired. And then, and then Amos just goes, does that mean we got fired or just you? Uh, and of course, Holden's like, I, I guess both of us. And, and they, Amos seems to be okay with this, which I'm a little surprised at. Um, but then Holden knows, notices Prax is not having a great time and kind of goes, this is also kind of a weird thing to do. But he's like, oh, what's up with him? To Amos kind of thing. And then Amos is like, well, he doesn't he doesn't know that we're going to help him help find his his kid. And, and Holden's like, oh, we're going to help find your kid. He's like, oh, what? I can't can't even fathom the, the niceness of this. Uh, but again, Prax points out the little question of money. Which, now that they're not being sponsored by the OPA, is a very valid question of, like, question. Uh, how are we going to run the ship? Because, again, they have to pay for their torpedoes, they have to pay for their, um, I don't know, I only thought of torpedoes, but all their life support, repairs for I the mean, ship. I mean, that would be a huge expense. Warheads, yeah, probably. We gotta get some nukes. <laughs> how do we afford the nukes? Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, Actually, wait, there's no nukes on, there's no nukes on the Rossi, right? I don't uh, know, all the torpedoes have is. nukes on them, right? Not all of them, but I think there are nukes. I the think they do ones. have nukes. There's like eight of them, I think, right? Or there's like the tubes. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure they do have nuke tubes. Um, well, I'm thinking of the... I think I'm thinking of the ghost ship in the first book, actually. Yes, when the they ghost ship that, definitely had nukes. They had they nukes. nukes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if the Rossi had nukes. Though. I, maybe I'll look that up. But... Yeah, so they... It's, it's a very valid question. And then Holden is like... I have an idea. I'll just send a video out to everyone. Wow, man. This is like your 10th time doing this. But um, at least this Why time, not? it's for a good cause. Like, it's it's uh, it's bad. But, uh, oh, so Prax is, uh, hmm. they then go make a video, which is basically introduced by Holden, who is the celebrity guest star. Yeah, um, yeah. Because everybody Power knows Holden. YouTube. Everybody knows everything about him. So Olden like introduced the problem. Then Prax goes for the sad factor. Help me find my baby girl. Um, and then Olden him... is the Sarah McLaughlin yeah. of this video. Prax is the puppies. Yep. Prax together. Is... <laughs> yes. Prax is the puppies. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a perfect comparison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're they're basically making a GoFundMe here. Which is awesome. They did it. They're doing it. They're doing it. Uh, so yeah, they're making a GoFundMe, and uh, they're editing the video. And Prax is like, it kind of this feels weird, just like sending this out here without like putting it through channels or anything. He's like, yeah, well, it's just us. We can do whatever we want. Yep, true. So which is just like this podcast. We just like, I honestly, we said send it. Who says no? And Who says no? Start this podcast. Yeah. It's true. Who says no? Um, so yeah, they just send it out. Prax goes to sleep, gets some decent rest for the first time in a while. Wakes up. Amos is chipper. He's making pancakes. 
or something. He's made breakfast. I don't. I don't think it was pancakes. Um, just like super happy mood. Prax is like, oh, "What the heck's going on here?" And then Amos reveals or just shows Prax the bank account and is like, "This is your account," and it apparently was just a large amount of money. They don't say exactly how much, but it was like buku bucks. Um. Apparently enough to run the Rossi for weeks in just seven hours. So went viral. There they did go viral. Um he also has a ton of video messages for him. Uh okay. with just people saying, Hello, I love you, thoughts and prayers, uh that type of stuff. But then also one man who knows who recognizes Dr. Strickland and is like, that man isn't Dr. Strickland. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So that's good. Good for Prax. We get uh We get a clue. We get <laughs> We do get a clue. We also get money, so we solve the problem of Holden not having a job very sound, easily. Yeah, there's been two problems, right, with that we've had for one chapter now is that we don't know where to go. There's no plot anymore. Yep. And we don't have money. And we saw both of those in one quick boom, easy, just a, me. just a little begging for money. A um, couple quotes I want to note. Um, Brax was like, the physical mass of the man made the room seem smaller to Amos, which is... I've, I've been we, there. We all... <laughs> I've been there. I just want man. somebody to say that about me someday. Surely. It would, be, it would be great. I, um, I, would, I would tear up. Another... Another Amos quote. Um, she's got a fine daddy, Doc, which is, of course, in reference to him when his daughter. But it could also be funnier if you don't think about it in that context. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. All right. I'll makes you think. That. Makes you you're think. You're not wrong. You're not. You're not wrong. Um. Yeah. So, crowdsourcing. Also great. So, say say you needed say money. Say let's say hypothetically, yeah. you had a lost daughter Child. that you were trying to find. Liam Neeson. You would well, no, 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 not who would you hire? Yes. Although Holden is actually Liam well, Neeson. Yeah, Holden is the one advertising and helping find. So actually, this celebrity is going to need to. You're going to need a pretty face, but Although, also they're going to need to be able to get shit done. Liam Neeson's style. old. Mm. He is old. So is that someone you really want? Well, the, the the advantage of having Liam Neeson is I feel like since the movie genre taken, like it just mm. people would just I don't know. I feel like people would respond better, but also like maybe not. Um, I have a perfect like I know exactly who I want. If they're going to help you, too. Wait, let me figure out mine. Yeah, I know I think exactly who it is. I'm almost thinking about picking a girl. Because... You, hey, man, that's 50% of your choices. Like, you can. Like, that's <laughs> fine. Uh, can you believe it? We're going to pick a girl? Um, but I don't think that would be a great idea. I kind of want to go with... Uh, hmm. See, I don't know if these people would be... Who would be a smart person? That's who I, I would I'm want. thinking about mine in terms of like movie roles that they've played. So okay. I'm not thinking about like actually being a good detective in real life. I'm thinking about like Fair. my, my dude pick... is a 
guy that you're gonna pick the, the techno. You're gonna pick Miller. You know? Or no. Pick... No. Oh my well, god, no. That's why that's that'd be hilarious. Why would you put him on the, that camera? That'd Detective be awful. Miller. People would be like, "Please, <laughs> I would that? never send you money ever. Please send me money for making me watch." That I do camera. Natalie Portman. That's a good pick. Yeah. You think she'd be a good detective, though? I think she could play a good detective. That's fair. I think she could. Who are you gonna pick? She kind of plays a detective in that way. Well, in uh, Star know. Wars. I was thinking Attack of the Clones. Does she do any detectiving? Oh no, actually, Return of the Sith, right? Yeah, that's when she's doing some, some snooping. She also has a kid of her own there. So this ship. Padme, R.I.P. Padme. They, she could have been so much cooler. All right, um, my pick is very obvious and easy. It is Detective Benoit Blanc from Knives Out. <laughs> so you're gonna Craig. say Ben Wallace? Why? I can't do it. Why would I say Ben Wallace? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It would have been great though. The mouse at the palace. Just like help this dude find his daughter, or else. Like, okay, sir. That worked for me. All right, well, that's not who I picked. Um, Runner-up is... Ben Wallace. Um, no. Detective Miller. Is Hercule Poirot uh, from Murder on the, Orient- the Murder on the Orient Express movie. Why can't I remember that dude's name? Uh, the director slash actor that's in one million movies. Shakespeare guy. Remus uh, Lupin. Oh, uh, who? Why do I, not I know who that name? is? He's got a huge ass mustache in that movie. It's great. Ooh, this is really actually embarrassing and hurts my brain. Uh, what? Well, y'all know who I'm talking about. That guy is my runner. David. No. Oh, no. No, not David. Name isn't That's David. Nope. He's he's Thank Remus you. Lupin. I could Google this, but are you sure he's Lupin? Oh no, I'm sorry, Lockhart. He's Lockhart. I'm oh. an idiot. Oh, I was going to say. Those two. Oh, Gilderoy Lockhart's Kenneth. Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. Fuck me. God damn it. All right. Yeah. But yeah, he's my runner up. Fair. Do I have another runner up? Balanced. Mm. Dakota Fanning. No, I think that's. She'd probably be pretty good. Kendra Stewart. Kendra Stewart? Did I mix that? I just combined two names. Kristen Stewart? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I Kristen Stewart would absolutely if I could have two, I would definitely do Kristen Stewart from uh Charlie's Angels. Oh and wait, Kristen Stewart's in Charlie's Angels? The new one, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Not the not the two thousand one. I was gonna she was say, like orange, right? I was like, I was she was like six. <laughs> yeah, that'd be wild. Oh, Kristen Stewart. I don't know. I'm just her. Bella really got to me, man. Recently watched you the cannot, Twilight movies. You cannot talk about your Twilight. It's journey. It's bad. It's she's. She just. She's so bad. I don't know. The movies aren't uh, good. The movies are not good. Made a lot of money though. It hurts. It, it hurts me what she acts like. It's like she doesn't have a personality. Okay. Well, they're weird books. Again, the books are just fan fiction. Yeah, that's it. Is it that way or is it the other purposely... way around, actually? Is, is it, was Grey's, was Grey, no, Fifty Shades of Grey after Twilight, or was Twilight after Fifty Shades of Grey? One of them was after the other, and one well, of them Well, the like Twilight was popular before Fifty Shades of Grey, I thought. But was it? But I don't know which, which one was Which first. one was, was it, 
Which one was first? I don't know either. One of them was. Well, I think she. So her character's purposely like without a personality. So I know the audience can just put their own personality there and like. That's why it really does not translate to a movie. Yeah. You know what? Like, really helps in a movie is when your characters are cool. I mean, yeah. And express emotion, which is like a big acting thing, from what I hear. You think? I published in two thousand eleven. Uh, yeah, Twilight was before Fifty Shades of Grey. It was. So was was that what it was? Was Fifty Shades of Grey the fan fiction, the Twilight fan fiction? What? I don't. I mean, one of them was. No, what's what's your one of the, one of them was. Literally, one of them is. It started. Wait a minute. As a Twilight fan fiction? Yeah, straight up. I'm well, it was this. written after Twilight, so. There is a connection. We have straight Fifty so Shades. Far from okay, God's yeah, yeah. Light. Fifty Shades of Grey started out as Twilight fan fiction. Yeah, straight there up. Yeah. Wow. Wait. Weird. But it's already like. Basically, like someone started <sighs> writing erotic Twilight fan fiction that turned into Fifty Shades. What? But there's no vampire. That's sad. Oh well. Yeah, they took that bit out. That's okay. Well, I mean, actually, it might have been in in the original fanfic. I haven't read I it. I hope so. I, you should I haven't you read, read it. it. You can't prove I read it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, hmm. we've we've strayed too far. Well, it's good to know, honestly. Oh, and um, then uh, so where were we? Yeah, I'm yeah, just gonna say, Prax you. also goes full Prax here. Um, just happens. going full science on the dinner convo. Oh, that this bit's fine. Which was funny. There's multiple ways to go full prax, and this is the okay one. You can be a sad way, or it can be science nerd way. Oh, there is a third way. Oh no, what's the third? Oh, you can fuck things <laughs> just, up. Yeah, just the, just the prax constantly fucking yeah, things up. That's true. Yep. It's true. And then uh, another message, one of the messages that he got was a belter like offering to kill people for him. Pretty cool, but I'm also oh, scary, maybe. What if what if you made a what if you made your your little uh your little commercial with uh Liam Neeson and then you get like videos of people like I'll kill whoever you need it's like okay please don't tell the cops but yeah also hype that people are that uh that into you I will die for you I'll, <laughs> I'll tattoo this on my body right now all right wow you should get a prax tattoo. <laughs> Prax for Prax. For Prax. All right. Chapter 34. Five. 34. Four, not five. Holden. The blue. Back to Holden. We're going. Did, did it really just go Prax, Holden, Prax, Holden? Prax, Holden, Prax, your favorite people. Prax, Holden, Prax, Holden. Wow. Um, Holden, after learning where Naomi was, the, I don't know how to say this. The, do you want to give your, the blah way the blah? blue bloom. <laughs> I like your way a lot <laughs> more actually. The blue bloom. The blom. The blue bloom. Bloom. Blue bloom. So Naomi's at the blue blue. And wow. uh, she's it's a club. They're they're having fun. Holden's not. It's a game club. But it's a game club. <laughs> which means that they play Golgo, which is a it's famous for two things. Golgo, which is a game, and a drink called the Blue Meanie. We'll talk about this blue meanie drink in a little bit. Soon. Um, but he gets to the club. He sees Sam, Naomi, their friends. They're playing some Golgo. I like. They're, they're throwing some. 
They're throwing some They balls. don't even try to explain what this is in the book. They're like, we're just not going to explain it. It's great. I love it. It's they don't go full quidditch. I really love it. They're just They're like, like it's a game. Do this. Holden yep. doesn't understand it. <laughs> great. And Sam, our queen, makes a great throw, and the whole team loves her because, of course, she does because she's Sam. Yeah, long liver. And Sam and Naomi then notice Holden in the club being creepy. And Naomi's like, hey, go over to sit over there and I'll come over and we'll talk. And they do. Naomi orders a grapefruit martini. Holden is very charming. Says grapefruit is nasty. (laughs) You're nasty. Way to to lead it off. It's great. Um, And then they kind of and then they start talking and Holden's like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. I'm dumb. Blah, 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 blah. Naomi's like, well, yeah, I told you that for like months now. And Holden's like, yeah, yeah. And blah, blah, blah. They talk more. Holden's like, I was so scared. I didn't know what to do. And now I'm not going to use that as an excuse anymore. And then they keep going. And then basically we get to the end of this conversation. And Holden's like, hey, like, I, you know, the Rossinante is your home. Whether we're together or not, like, I, I want you to be like I need you. at your at your house and Naomi's like I would also like to be there so that's great and then uh they're like Naomi's like we're uh oh no they talk about confront holding confronting Fred and they talk about how they're fired and Holden has some smooth lines but then Naomi's like okay well we're definitely not like okay yet but um I would like my room back and but I'll be coming back. And Holden's like, great. I'll move my stuff out. I'm glad you're back. Godspeed, soldier. And he salutes. And he uh, goes, no, not really. But um, and then they then that's kind of it. And they're both happy about that. So drama settled for the moment. <clears throat> Holden wakes up the next day and he's refreshed. He got fired. Uh he made up with his ex-girlfriend. A little bit. Uh, yeah, like halfway made up. I'm made up as in like she doesn't hate him at the moment. Um, they probably are on. They can probably like talk again, so that's good. And they notice that Prax is a like a millionaire now. (laughs) (laughs) Prax, there's so much. There's so much money now. They've made. Five hundred thousand UN dollars, over half a million UN dollars, in how long? Like twenty four hours. So it's gone up two hundred k just over the last three hours. So it's like going viral. It's gaining steam. May is now the face of the Ganymede tragedy, um, and everyone's like, "We will find May." And uh, yeah, what they do, though, that's more important, is that they follow up on the clue that the old man sent them. The and old we man. have a great cold in line. Uh, he's the old man. His name is not old man, I'm assuming. All right. Can you? <laughs> Excuse me. Like, how? how do I continue after that? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean is his name old man? What kind of question is that? <laughs> The question. Why did you ask that? <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Uh, his name 
I think it's unsaid. Maybe he says it. It's probably not old man. I guess we don't know. It could be old man. All right, moving on. No, he says his name is Dr. Moynihan. So Thank you. Great. That Fucking sounds more great. familiar than old man. Doctor, hello. Uh, I'm old man Moynihan. <laughs> Please. Call me old man. My father's name is Moynihan. Um, all right. So, Holden has a great line. Uh, he says after they talk to our boy, and he lets them know, old man Moynihan lets them know that his name isn't Strickland. He worked with him at Ceres Mining and Technical University. His name was Marion. Carlos Marion. Wow. And then Holden says that, my friends, is what my old buddy Detective Miller might have called a lead. And then I was like, <laughs> bow, 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 bow. I, I was so, I was, I got hyped when he said that. that. Was I was so like, let's silly. go. Yeah, it was awesome. It was honestly the best line of this whole book so far. Um, they get more info back about Carlos, what little Dr. Old Man Moynihan knows about Carlos Marion. And basically he, I mean, God love him, but Carlos was, he just didn't like the ethical constraints of working in a public university. Nothing, you know, that. just normal, normal things that people have problems with in general when working in, you know, just regular jobs, the ethical constraints sometimes. Yeah. Really, uh, so, uh, what's his face? Jamie, Jimmy Holden is like, you know what? Uh, Carlos Marion quits. I guarantee that he went to go work at Protogen mm. right after this to start studying the proto molecule without ethical constraints. Holden thinks of Anthony Dresden, the previous crazy scientist that we encountered. A lot of crazy people, crazy scientists. A lot of crazy scientists. They've been the bad guys twice now. I mean, I guess it was a sci-fi novel. But... Well, yeah. Like, who else is going to be a wizard? No. There's well, it could be. I mean, it could be anyone. Jules Pierre certainly a bad guy. He's not a crazy scientist. Yeah, but not the main. He just funds Aaron, right? Guy. Aaron, right? Aaron, right? He's a bad guy. Right. He's but, not crazy. But he scientist. just. I don't know. Again, he just kind of leads the crazy. I don't know. I guess yeah, you're right. We had this. We had this debate already, right? Is the yes is Dresden evil or is whoever's funding him evil? We never will. They're I don't both think evil. True. Um. Yeah. the The GoFundMe was a success. We have to talk about the Blue Meanie for a second. This Blue drink. It, it says that a you're only limited to two, which only doesn't exist. There is a bar in my hometown. You can only have two of a certain drink that they make there. So I. This is realistic. I'm assuming that everyone knows at realistic. least a bar. That does something like Except this. Except that drink doesn't have... This drink, ethanol, caffeine, so that's a four local, and, and methylphenidate, is which is ADHD medicine. It's Ritalin. It's Ritalin. Ritalin. But it's, uh, it's like an upper. It, it'll uh, make you go upper stuff. And yeah, we should say... Ethanol is just alcohol for people who don't understand. Yeah, yeah, ethanol just... And yeah. uh, caffeine is caffeine. And then also, yeah... Well, it's a four local, but with crushed up Ritalin in it. <laughs> That's imagine, funny. Imagine adding drugs to a four loco just like for fun. Just like, hey, We're let's in really it. take this just to the next two. level. Just have two. <laughs> That'd be wild. That'd be great. It'd be wild. Um, I mean, there's a reason the Blow Blanc is famous as hell. 
because they can do what they there. want. Nobody's. You just take some fucking. You just do do a couple blue minis, play some Grogol or whatever the hell it is. You're good to go. It probably helps with Grogol. Chucking chucking balls Better around. Better concentration. Ethanol, caffeine. Yeah, you'd be messed up. Blue you'd food coloring too. After two of those, yeah. I hope there's like some from. flavoring in there. <laughs> there's got to be some sort of. There's got to be a mixture. Vodka, of some sort. caffeine, and. Methamphetamine. It's got. It's blue. It's got to be like a blue raspberry type. Well, it says blue food coloring. Right, but I mean, lots of drinks are actually. It's probably. It's probably Cura. It's probably not blue food coloring. It's probably Cura. Curacao. How do you say that? Didn't it say blue food coloring? No, I think it said that Holden assumed blue food coloring, and Holden's pretty dumb. Holden's an idiot, so, so who cares? Yeah. I think Cura. Yeah, you can get, or maybe there's some hypnotic in there. Hypnotic. <laughs> Maybe. No, blue Kura. I don't know how to say Curacao, Curacao, but Kura, it's yes, a Caribbean yes, yes. liquor made using the dried peel of the Loraja citrus fruit. Oh, but also it's just blue Curacao is just blue food coloring. So just added to the liquor. Fair. No, Fair uh, it is. It, uh, when you get back to the uh, the root of it all, it is blue. Lawrence. We found the mystery. We did. Yeah, I would, I would try it. Why not? Who, who says no? Who says no? Time we, to go back. We to drink the old one me. blue mini. Do the cast. We drink one, and then we go from there. When, and then who, who knows how many more we drink? Well, only two max. There's no rules to say we can't. No, we'll get two of these would kill me. I'd be fucked up in a way that's not good. Yeah, probably. We'll find I'd out. Have to, I'd have to skip week. my morning coffees. You think? <laughs> I might have to skip my coffee. I, I might not drink before this. I'll have to skip the skip crushing Ritalin up and snorting it before this. In my medication. <laughs> what if you just? What if you had? I don't. This, hopefully, this isn't offensive. What if you just had ADHD and you took this as your medicine that night or whatever? <sighs> Bold strategy. Although, so. <laughs> Apparently, so so stimulants actually affect people with ADHD differently than people without it, because you want like it's something about like the brain is in ADHD people. I'm not a doctor, so don't listen to me. But it's something about a brain with ADHD people like wants it's not stimulated enough, so it wants to find stimulates. And then if you have a stimulant, like if you have um. Like Ritalin or uh, what's the other common one that people take to study? Adderall. Is Adderall? Um, yeah. yeah, it like it sends stimulants to the brain, so then you can focus on doing something because your brain's already like hopped up. But in other people, it can overstimulate, and then you're—I don't know—it's like classic. Uh, <laughs> yep. Um, amphetamines and stuff. So, so yeah, the more you know. So yeah, if you had ADHD, this might be. This would actually be go for it. A, you can have as calming, many as you want. Probably this would be a calming drink for you. Yeah, do this. Take a test. Go to school or play play Google. Play go Google. 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 What's it called? Google. 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 Is there an Google. R in there? Why do, I, Google. why do I keep putting an R in there? Google. Goal go. Goal go. I think they say goal go. I think that's it's like goal, goal go. like soccer goal, goal and then go. go. B-O-L-G-O. Google. 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 I think that's Google. how they pronounce it. Google. 
We'll never know. Now that we said right. Gogol about 50 times. Yeah, that was fun it's to listen to. Lost all its meaning. That's good podcasting right there. It's good podcasting. Speaking of good podcasting, Avasarla, here to save the day from the double. We had double hold and double prax chapters. Thank God. We're back. And we're back to the meaty stuff, which actually I think there's probably some people who don't like Avasarla chapters, but there, those people are wrong. What? Fair. Yeah, I'm not here to. I'm not here to make friends. Wrong. Um, Avasarla's out here, as we as we said before, in a pickle. Um, she's what she's basically doing is pushing all the buttons to see where she can make headway. Currently, she's trying to figure out. She's asking an uh, assistant on Earth where to try to find the money trail from Mao to admiral gwen and aaron right like what there has to be a trail that like mao's funding um all the stuff that gwen and aaron Wright are doing and super pack yeah so he's she's like find that trail um and the person's kind of like why and she's like i gotta we gotta, we gotta figure something out we gotta she's just doing she's doing all the things she can she's multiple fronts going going ham as ham as possible um, so she's doing that. Then she gets the report that Venus and the science team managed to predict how the molecule ionized the metal. And Avasar was like, I don't give a shit, <laughs> uh, which is hilarious. Um, and, and like kind of fair, like it, yeah, it's kind of cool that they can predict a little bit of what the protomolecule is doing, but it's not near enough to like save them from it or what other people are doing so not not great and it, it kind of just points to how like far behind they are with this protomolecule shit like they're uh they're gonna be they're gonna be fucked here soon um and then she kind of she's in her head about Sauron's betrayal um and it's not the fact that he betrayed her she's not like damn i love Sauron and i can't believe he did that to me like we a breakup like we loved like, him like a brother we like you were my brother, Soren. Um, no, I don't think she loved him. But uh, more the fact that she like allowed it to happen. Um, it didn't. He her. Didn't see it he coming. Her... She got fooled. Absolutely. One of the owned. smartest ladies in the galaxy. Fooled. Correct. By Soren, who's A not that dumbass. smart. Yeah, he kind of is. Got owned um, by a grade eight dumbass. Comps on his food with his mouth open. Brutal. Yes. Pretty sad. Uh, but then, Bobby. Bobby comes in, um, and there's a message from Holden that's been circulating. What could this be? It's the, of course, the message um, they made for Prax, where they explain uh, the protomonk is loose on Ganymede. There's people taking kids, um, and please help. Uh, and then Bobby's like... Oh, I forgot that they... Sorry. Yeah. I forgot that he was like... Yep, so protomolecule out on Ganymede. Yep. I forgot that he just announced that to everyone, and it wasn't just the May thing. Oh, yeah, right? he, like, announced everything. He's like, yeah, they're using the protomolecule. It's on Ganymede, um, and World shit's War going II. down. Electric boogaloo. Yeah, he's literally putting the panic out. Like, apparently, they were, I think they talked about it. They're like, uh, yeah, there's people panicking on Ganymede, but they're probably going to die anyway, so whatever. Um, cool. 
Cool, 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 cool. And but but then Bobby's like, isn't this kind of bad? Like that they know about the proto molecule, and she's like, there's already deformation campaigns out about it. And I think they actually watch a little video of of the disinformation where they're like. A scientist is on there and is like, there's no proof that the protomolecule is out. If there was protomolecule, like, everyone would be zombies by now, blah, blah, blah. Um, which is actually pretty convincing. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so there's already different disinformation campaigns out there to try to, like, quiet this down or, like, make people think Holden's an idiot or that this is it's not real. But it's it's clearly still, like, taking the people's gate like just a bunch of people donating to them and uh and and all that until another information campaign comes out about them which i think is later and we can discuss later but uh that one's a biggie oh that one's nasty yeah that's not a good one but uh but yeah that's for another time next pod look forward to that um avasar you'll like this calls holding a moron Dude, she's got so many zingers. I she's so great. I, I, her chapters are so much better. But for me. Uh, but Bobby comes back with her own singer and's like, well, at least he's got his own ship. Yeah. Oh, got him. Hey yo, got him. And we don't. Avasarla. This R. makes Avasarla snap. And is like, I just brought you here because I need somebody to talk about. Sorry um, to this man. I do not know this man. And uh, this kind of this kind of pisses Bobby off. Um, also, makes her a little upset. I was gonna say some dumb. Sh- she says some not ideal shit in this chapter, like right here. Yeah, she's that thing mean. you were talking about. Fifty dead so far. I'm sorry, I was said. That's the estimate, anyway. That place is so ass fucked right now. <laughs> they may have been going to die of sickness and malnutrition anyway, but they died of this instead. So ah, uh, woof. Not uh, that Big is the wolf. classic. Like, I am so far removed from this stuff, I have no idea yeah, how yeah, to yeah. empathize with suffering. And then Bobby's like, "I went to that restaurant." <laughs> yeah, Bob, yeah. Thank you, that, Bobby. Thank you. For being a normal ass human. What if? What if you're like seeing like a horrible disaster, like a hurricane or something? We're like, whoa! I uh, I went there last summer. Uh, weird thing to say, buddy. There's only two responses. They they were ass fucked already, or Oh, I've been there before. Oh, that was that place was nice. There's only two places. <laughs> Well-adjusted people we got here. Um, ooh, that just reminded me of some things, but I can't. Uh, <laughs> for another time, another cast. Um, Avasarla. Oh, but she she tries to get back on uh, Bobby's good side. She's like, "Yo, I my kid died, and um." I I loved him even though I didn't show it all the time, and then Bobby's like I'm not your kid, but they uh, but they, but then she's she kind of gets a little more vulnerable with Bobby. She's like I'm just scared of what's going on, um, and uh, Bobby Bobby is kind of receives that better. She's like all right, um, and then. <laughs> I love that uh, we. They always just like put stuff about Bobby's side. Obviously, I was like, she looks as wide as a door frame. <laughs> um, wow, goals, man! Absolute goals. Jeez. Yeah, and Bobby just kind of she sneers off and goes to the bar, which is, I think that's fair. What else are you doing? For now, anyway. 
True. Um, yeah, go to the bar, have some fun. But it's presumably it's all paid for. There's got to be some good shit there, man. Probably, probably no blue meanie, but uh, I mean, maybe they could make one. They've got to have drugs on that ship. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yes. But uh, then, yes. But then Avasarla looks back at the dock, is watching the video again. He's like, well, at least he shaved the beard. Which is, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know why Holden had that beard. He does have a beard in the show for most of the time. Beard. Shave it off. A much yeah, better looking groomed beard. He is yeah, very I mean, well groomed. They're all very yeah. well groomed in that show for being it's stuck a on a spaceship. It's a TV They're show. They're stuck on a spaceship. It's like in Lost when Harley or whatever good. never gained weight. The cameras. Ooh, I think they should have looked, made them look more. Uh, they more uh, they should have looked shitty. They the sh- actors and actresses should have looked like shit. You don't have show. to look shitty. You just have to. You can have unkempt. Like Amos's hair is like a perfect like fade cut in his beard too. It's like he brought is this his. Dude, he brought his pomade. Is this dude shaving and? Every yeah, they got they got razor. This thing they have a medical bay that can pump uh, you full of freaking chemotherapy whenever they need it or whatever the lame. hell it is. But like, you don't think they got like you don't think they got like scissors and some shit? Yes, but nobody grooms them. They don't. They much. don't got a razor. They don't. I got guess clippers. they may have more time when they're. On you don't the think show. they got a razor? Uh, they can have a razor, but people with a razor on Earth don't groom that much. It, I don't know. It's. uh I don't think they'd be normal Holden. I don't think it's normal Holden's type to be that. That's uh, I, I mean, I being bald, I shave every other day. Wow. But that's not the same thing as. But my face, too. But I do my face at the same time. Yeah, but that's not like shaving's one thing. But to like groom. But I don't I don't shave my face, though. A beard I, and I, I don't know. I, I just have like stubble going on, but like shaving. Shaving's easier than like doing a fade cut and like I don't know. There. I don't know. People do like groom their beards every day. I don't know. It's more than I'm I don't have to worry about that because I can't grow a beard. I do know people that groom their beards like every day. Yeah, no, I that was I was just thinking about that. And I do yeah, people like do their hair every day. But people still. be doing their hair. Yeah, that's yeah. still and yeah, I guess on the ship when they're like just going from one place to another, it's like you literally got, months you sometimes. They got weeks, they don't got so. Do you think they have their PC? Well, they're they doing. Have, they I mean, I would have my PC. Can you imagine how good you'd be at Civ Six after playing for four months straight, <laughs> no. going from that would be dangerous. I would from so... Jupiter to Earth oh, or whatever the hell man. it is. I wonder if they'd let you. Is that is that allowed? Wow, I've changed. Remember when we talked about which job? I'm just gonna be anything with a ship that just takes forever mm-hmm. to get somewhere, and I'm just playing video games. Although you'd probably have jobs. So that wouldn't be you cool. would have a job to do to keep the ship going, probably. Or in your, your keep. I choose Mouse Jakowski. Jakowski. Mike I Wazowski. Choose... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, okay, I'd be a bartender we're... on Mouse Ship. Didn't wasn't that my job that I picked? Sorry. Keep you going. may have. You yelled at me for a job I picked, but then I think it was yeah, bartender at one point. You yelled at me. Wait, right, I think you wanted to be a mechanic. You? I did want to be a mechanic first. I still kind of do, but that's all right. We'll move on from there. Mike Wazowski. Yeah, um, that's that's kind of that ship. She's Avasarla's that chapter. They're still kind of in a pickle. Um, we get a little more uh, tension between Bobby and Avasarla, but also maybe a little more like just character building. They made up. Um, 
And yeah, just more more insight that they are aft unless they do something soon, which they will. Trust me. I'm a doctor. Uh yeah. Good stuff. So who who is your employee of the week here? We gotta figure that out. Um I there's a number I... of things, so I almost I almost might say Amos just for helping Prax out in the social situations, for helping him out with the the crying, for uh I don't know, he was being cheery, he uh he noticed he gave Prax a place to live. But I mean none of this is very major. Um you could you could also make an you could just say Fred for firing Holden. Um Fred could, was kind of a boss in his limited appearance this. You could say chapter. Naomi for being so I don't Naomi know. Naomi also for an being cool queen. and yep. not being a douche and just like she's doing what she needs to do and um yeah. And then I, Sam for just being a I want to Sam should a very a awesome person. No, I, I, or Prax? I feel like I would give it to Bobby, but I also always want to give it. What to Bobby. Bobby didn't do shit. He fucking gives he it to Avasarla, and she admit, yeah, about dying, and she was right every oh, fucking time. No, we'll give it to Bobby later. Bobby, I refuse to give it to Bobby. That's my vote. I don't think that I. I say Amos. Give else, so I think that you should decide because I'm not sure I can give it to anyone else. What? Not even Fred or Naomi? I could give it to Fred, but he just does so little, right? Like, mm. I, he just does. He's just like barely in it. I, I like Fred. There's not much him, that happened to be honest. All he's doing is reacting to Holden being an absolute moron. What? Get out of here. That's basically well, he what he What? No, I'm saying that's what Fred did. Yeah. That's Fred's whole. Like if 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 Holden doesn't decide to just go absolute ape shit, then Fred isn't even in these chapters. I mean, he'd still be in them, but yeah. Could be Alex. Alex is just so nice in general. <laughs> we give it to Alex for being a nice guy. No, I, nice guys always finish. Last. I think Amos was nicer Man. than Alex in this one. Definitely not Holden. Oh my god, Holden! No. Definitely not holding. You know what? You know what? What? Prax's ex-wife should get it. Prax's ex-wife. She sent him a week's worth of salary? Yeah. And they're like poor. And they're poor as hell? All right. Prax's That's absolute. Ex- that's legend stat. That's, what a move from her. See, what is her actual name? I didn't even write it down. Uh, They mentioned it like one time. I forget. I forget what it is, though. I'm googling ex-wife of Prexity Mont Nicola mm, Munku. Nicola. 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 She lives in series now. Yep. Um She's the mother of May. Awesome. Thank you for that. Guess <laughs> <laughs> you didn't put May. that one together. Uh yeah. Alright, we'll give it to Nicola. Hell yeah. She deserves it the most, easily. Well, I mean, maybe not, but good on her. Helping out her husband that she doesn't like anymore, just for the sake of her child. You don't see I that. I get it. 
every day. Imagine that he only talks about plants every dinner. I would have divorced him. (laughs) Did you guys see the plants out there? (laughs) Shut the fuck up about plants. That's what I would have probably said at some point. Uh, I love plants, man. I'm a big plant guy. I don't talk about. I don't say I'm a big. I'm about to have so many potato, not potatoes, tomatoes. It's gonna be crazy. Hell yeah, you gotta can that shit. I have, I do have a bunch of jars. You got the good ones. What, you, what is there bad jars? The mason, the canning jars. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm about to have a lot of tomatoes. Send me one as a gift. Maybe, but you can't yeah. do that. Send me, give me that. Yes, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, maybe we'll see if it fits on my motorcycle. Uh, don't oh that'll be that's gonna be a disaster but i'm just gonna let that roll have fun it'll be fine it'll be fine what's gonna happen um science tuesday we'll be talking about some some now illegal or crazy medical drinks medical i don't know why i put medical you, you listed medical i was gonna say medical <laughs> is not the correct term for the drinks that you the have first listed one out. <laughs> the first one <laughs> Or loco, <laughs> the classic medical, uh, the cure for uh, sanity, the, the cure, cure for, for life, the cure for life. We found it. We. <laughs> All right. What's your What's your science Tuesday on this? So, or uh, loco for those not initiated was founded in two thousand five by Chris Hunter. In Jason Freedom, imagine what university they went to. Ohio um, State. Oh, should have fucking guessed. And wait, were they a member of a fraternity? Of course they were. And apparently oh. they blended this in their fraternity's mansions. They they literally say mansion here. Mansion's basement and a party room. <laughs> Love that it specifies that. Um, in our party room. We need a bunch of cool dudes to hang out on our party yacht. Uh, wait. That's them, and they apparently enjoyed caffeine mixed with alcohol, and recall buying Thai energy mm. drinks from a nearby Conno- Asian Martin. Connoisseurs, hmm, and sell to other students at a markup, importing it from abroad. Classic move. They're entrepreneurs, man. Um, I did this once with Jungle Juice, but that's a whole different story. They later would describe themselves as our own target market. Classic. Uh, so they they originally designed it as an energy beer. I don't That's know why you would say that. I, I love that. No. What do you uh, mean? So the original drink were cherries and berry flavor and contained taurine, which is also in normal energy drinks. Uh, gar-, gar I can never say this right. Garana. Garana. Oh, it might be Garana. Garana. Another thing often in. Oh my God. Uh, so caffeine, and then also woodworm. Yeah, hell yeah. Did can you do that? Is that allowed? They didn't. They wanted to be like a um. They wanted it to be like healthy too. They wanted to put like weird like. It's supposed to be psychoactive. Weird. Yeah. Oh. Um. Nice. That'd be crazy. Woodworm it's an is ingredient what's in, uh... of absinthe. Yes, exactly. That's that's what I was gonna say. But that's yeah, also that's... like a. Well, only that kind, like regular. You don't have to have. Psycho. Oh no! You need it. Psycho like, absinthe. I don't even think you can buy that. You only get no, you definitely here. can't. But Van Gogh did. So, um, well, he had some issues, but don't we all? Yeah, that's ain't that the truth. Uh, 
<laughs> a year after the company was running low on investment, decided to drop the woodworm, focusing mainly on the flavor and increasing the alcohol, alcohol content. Oh, yeah. um, so if you're not familiar, Four loco, a lot of them have 12% alcohol, which is just... That's high as hell. Epic. Epic amount. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just massive, but... Epic was probably the word used back in the day. Epic. Is that... To describe Four loco? Kids not say epic anymore? Oh, dude. No. Weird. Well, in 2010... The Food and Drug Administration issued a warning letter to the four local manufacturers saying, hey, you can't put caffeine in your malt beverage. It's unsafe. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then, after that, they uh, were a public health concern and they had to take it off the market. So they now just sell four loco as a, it's basically a fruity, a fruity malt liquor drink. Which is just, have you had one lately? It's nasty. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely I mean, you never nasty. Them. You didn't drink them because they were good. Well, I still, I think it's also because I don't drink. You, you sipped Four loco in college for the taste? <laughs> no. I think I used to drink a lot more sweet things, though. Mm, uh, that's that's and fair. now I, I don't really. So now any, like even like a pop just tastes like super sweet. And then uh, a Four loco just tastes like, like I don't know how you, it tastes like like liquefied candy I like i can't oh yeah i can't do awful. it i'm um, gagging a little bit just thinking about it yeah we it's 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 not great but if it had caffeine in it that'd be fun <laughs> we should invent or local dude i wonder if we could get around it by selling little caffeine pills attached to the can wow that's why and then and you then, drop it in like a, wow it's that's like a, a million dollar bomb. idea that's gotta or be illegal. allowed I wonder if this gets flagged and taken down. <laughs> what the, if somebody listened, whatever, an hour and a half in and found this? And that would be insane. We that made it insane. if that happened. We, we would. We have made it. I we, would feel great We got to do that. this right now. I'm going to patent this. Do it. Cut this part out. That I think it's honestly a good idea. Like, I bet that gets around it. I don't know. We'll see. Or we just, like, literally sell them next to them. We convince the stores. Or just brand them as the same. We have the same branding? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like five loco. Five loco alcohol, five loco caffeine pills. Yeah, exactly. And then they just buy them together and boom. <laughs> we sell caffeine pills like weed edibles, like different levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. Can you make, you can make caffeine edibles. This is a million dollar that. idea. Yeah, you can put caffeine in. Uh, like dunk. Food. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a pastry and a coffee. Say? You dunk it. Oh, dunk it. Like a, it's like coffee and a donut. I thought you said like Doug. Dunk your, <laughs> dunk, what is, your, what's Doug uh, dunk your caffeine pastry caffeine into your alcoholic. Donuts and caffeine? That's just coffee. Damn it. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but with alcohol. But. All right. Well, I'm glad that we reviewed this medical drink. Medical drink. Um, so something I also like to announce: there's a new Mountain Dew alcoholic drink coming out soon. We're not. Why are we announcing this? <laughs> it's uh, it's another drink. Not, did I say Mountain Dew energy drink? No, you said alcohol. Okay, well it's an alcoholic drink, which I wonder if it's gonna have the um... Mountain Dew seltzer. It's a seltzer. They're just no, getting no, no, out no, a no, seltzer. No. It is. No, it's not a seltzer. 
alcoholic Mountain uh, Dew seltzer. That's so lame. Yeah, I'm reading it right now. It is seltzer. I know it is. It's sad. You, you were so excited like five seconds ago. Yeah, I wanted it to be literally Mountain Dew, just alcoholic. But no, I mean, this that's going to be another That's going to be the goal, probably. It's going to taste like Mountain Dew. But bad. Like, uh, I don't know. They're just being it's gonna be called. It's going to be called Hard Mountain Dew. Yeah, but it's not going to be good. When's the last time you why had a Mountain you, Dew? You, why were you so excited about it like 10 seconds ago then? Because I thought it was going to be Mountain Dew, like real Mountain Dew. It is? It's called Hard Mountain Dew. Yeah, but I thought it was going to be like Four loco Mountain Dew with caffeine and stuff, but it's just another. Why would you, why would you think that when Cat when Four loco literally already got banned? Maybe they found the pill loophole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wonder if that's allowed. We got to find a lawyer. What? <laughs> An FDA, experienced FDA lawyer. We just can't have uh, any Hard directions. Hard Mountain Dew looks bad. I will never buy this. The stock's up 4%. I mean, I'm not buying it either, but... Or maybe I will. Wait, I mean, it's just going to be stock? like all the other seltzers. Pepsi like... stock? Is that what you just looked at? Yep. So you you think that Pepsi stock is up 4% because of Hard Mountain Dew? It is. Dew? Wow. Oh, no. It's only getting 4% on the year. Never mind. It was just slightly up on Tuesday, only 0.2%. All right. There. Bringing Pepsi They're back, so baby. late to this game. Like, I could see where, like, Seltzers are uncool next year. It's not coming out till 2022. I think they're here to stay. But, I, I mean, they won't be going as crazy as they are, but they're they're here to stay, I think. Yeah, it's like light beer in the 70s. It's just uh, the thing now. Yeah. It's, it's what it is. We just have another thing, is. which is fine. It's, it's it's Seltzer's world. We're just living in it. <laughs> Can't do that. Um, it's true. And I wanted to ask this question. Ask it. Was there cocaine and coke? I don't know. Coca Cola. They used to prescribe it. Did Coca Cola ever contain cocaine? Um, it used to have coca plant stuff in it, right? Cane cocaine extract leaf coca, part of the beverage's name, cola comes from the cola nut. Interesting. Cocaine was legal and a common ingredient in medicines. Yeah, I mean it kind of makes sense. People That's thought it. it was safe to use in small amounts. Mm. Brain tonic, <laughs> an intelli- intellectual beverage. Oh man, I could use some of that. Uh, hilarious. Um, he claimed to cure headaches. I bet it did for a little bit. Um, it definitely. It's like how caffeine cures headaches. Yeah. That's why. That's why Excedrin, Excedrin works. Yep. It's, it's great. Literally just caffeine. I mean, there's other. Well, stuff, I think it's but... caffeine and stuff, but yeah, yeah. Wild. Taking the coke out. Caffeine. Caffeine apparently makes acetaminophen more effective for some yep. reason. I don't know why exactly, but. And uh, apparently Coke was eliminated from Coke in 1929. Nice. Right before the Depression. That's why the Depression happened. And then you got the soda bars. That'd be cool to see. Apparently there used to be, like, soda jigs, like, and, like, huge soda bars, especially during Prohibition, where people would... That'd be so sad. It'd be extremely sad and Imagine awful. going to the bar and getting a... A flavor of a, Coke or something. You feel a like fucking, a little kid. 
It would be awful. I'll try the grape flavor today. I wouldn't I wouldn't go. Oh, yeah. Or would you? Well, I don't drink I don't drink pop ever unless it's mixed with But liquor. back in the day everybody grew, grew pop. Yeah, I guess. I mean We didn't know crap back then. We didn't know shit. That's also, true. you didn't have as much sugar in like your normal food. I'm going to go so. drink Coke at the Coke bar, smoke a cig. Uh, Good for you. You'll lose weight. Yeah, you you absolutely will. Eat a T-bone steak. It'll be hot. It will be hot. Yep. Cool. That was quite the Science Tuesday. Never did we, I imagine. I've learned a lot. I've learned a hell of a lot. Never did I imagine we talk about four loco in our science Tuesdays. I've learned a lot about I've learned a lot about myself. <laughs> I've learned a lot about science. I it's truly changed me. No, the the real science Tuesday is the friends we made along the way. That's also true. Also true. Hell yeah. Cool. Well, where can they find us? We'll do it for us this week. They, as in you, can find us at the guys who did this. On Facebook and Instagram, we're very active on both of those websites. Mm-hmm. At guys who did this on Twitter, no, the also so active. You can support the show at you guys who did this on Patreon. If you have a correction, comment, or question, please email us at the guys who did this at gmail.com. Yeah, there's bonus episodes on Patreon. Uh, the music for this episode was Racing Light by Kilobyte from Night Mode Records. All right, that will do it. I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Thank you. Stay safe. Stay strong. Bye. Peace.